3: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
4: Fun on a Thursday. The week is almost over. Put a smile on your face. We're about to have a primary, the first primary. Iowa caucuses are Monday. We're going to have a blast tonight. Tomorrow is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. What more could you possibly want? Okay, first let's deal with tonight. What do we have tonight? We're going to talk in the opening here in a minute. I mean, give me a minute. We're going to talk in the opening about how you, me, we're experiencing something and about to experience something that no other American ever has. That's rare, isn't it? Because you know history repeats itself and all that, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to exactly what that is in a moment. We'll talk about the illegals outpacing Americans when it comes to births. The Justice Department announcing they're still going after January 6th protesters and the GOP appointing King Jellyfish James Lankford to negotiate a border deal. Get ready for a good old-fashioned... I was about to say a bad word there. It's not going to go well for us. I'll put it this way. It's not going to go well for us. No, not a cuss word, but a word that I probably shouldn't say. Either way, all that and more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Let's begin here. As I said... History repeats itself. Everyone has heard that before. History repeats itself. Most people, they even know the Bible verse. There's nothing new under the sun, right? And that's true, obviously. I'm certainly not going to sit here and argue with the Bible. But there, there is something happening right now in America that Americans have never experienced since the inception of this country And you're experiencing it now and we'll experience it and we'll have to live with the results of it going forward. What is that thing? What is happening right now? The most patriotic people in our nation, they no longer want to serve in the United States military. There has never been a point in american history from the revolution civil war world wars vietnam that there has never been a point in america's history where the patriots did not want to do military service ever they have always been the people who have filled up the ranks with military service america hating leftists They've always been the ones sitting it out. Well, now, now, that's for somebody else. That's not new. But what is brand new for this country, not brand new historically, but what is brand new for this country is that our most patriotic citizens don't want to join. Our most patriotic citizens who are currently in are getting out. This is not according to me. We have all the raw data and it's staggering. We have a new headline here. This is from military.com. Army sees a sharp decline in white recruits. Well, okay, let's, let's pause for a moment. Why would they be seeing such a sharp decline in white recruits? Well, I don't know. Maybe it would have something to do with the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs and a lot of rhetoric like this. Michael, cut six, go.
2: I want to understand white rage, and I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the
4: Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to understand white rage. Look, it doesn't matter your opinion on what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is true. Whether you hate listening to the show, love listening to the show, what I'm about to say is true. Your opinion on it, my opinion on it does not matter. 16, 17-year-old boys, maybe they're outdoorsy, they play football, they wrestle, baseball, they get dirty, they know how to start a campfire, they can shoot. Those are the boys who've been winning, fighting and winning your wars for you since the inception of this nation. That's just a fact. That's who wins your wars, that's who joins. Type A 17-year-olds want to see what they're made of, want to experience some danger, some adventure, want to shoot guns, want to th- that's who fights your wars for you. That's who wins your wars for you. 17-year-old boys do not want to serve under this. This is the new chair, the new chief of staff. Number 17, go.
1: As the commander of pacific air forces a senior leader in our air force and an african-american many of you may be wondering what i'm thinking about the current events surrounding the tragic death of george floyd Ah. that's what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about how full i am with emotion not just for george floyd but the many african-americans that have suffered the same fate as george floyd i can't fix centuries of racism in our country or what can I fix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Case, we, we, we got it. Mike. We got it.
4: America sucks. America's evil. Whitey sucks. Whitey's racist. Whitey this. Whitey that. Whitey this. Whitey that. Oh, Whitey's done. They're doing something else. American patriots, people who are taught by their parents to stand on their freaking feet and remove their hat when the national anthem is being played and cover up their heart. They do not want to go fight for this army. Michael, cut 19. Go.
0: This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. Sure. I'd spent my life around inspiring women. But what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying... Yeah, yeah, we we, we got it.
4: We got it. we, We got it. Again, I don't care about your opinion on it. My opinion on it doesn't matter either. Neither of our opinions, not yours, not mine. They don't matter. Patriotic boys do not want to serve under that. And maybe even more damaging than the recruiting numbers we're getting in are the retention numbers. This is something that doesn't get a lot of play outside of the military. But understand this, when you are in the military, you go to this school and that school, you do this training and that training, you slowly but surely, just like in your job, whatever your job is, you slowly but surely acquire more and more knowledge the longer you're in. The longer you're in, the more value you have to the institution. You are now the institutional knowledge. You will teach the things you've learned to the next generation, except the guys with the knowledge, the real war fighters, they're getting out. You should see my emails. It's a laundry list of guys. Jesse, I'm in. I'm out. Jesse, I'm in. I'm getting out. Jesse, I'm done after this enlistment. Jesse, I'm almost done with my 20. I'm out. Jesse, I'm out. Jesse, I'm out. Jesse, I'm out. Uh Uh-oh. These are the people who have the institutional knowledge that keep the institution afloat, and they're leaving. I have an email from somebody who will most definitely remain anonymous. He is a friend. I have an email that was sent out to potential Green Beret recruits, essentially saying, hey, we, uh, <coughs> we need some more Green Berets. No white ones, though. Hey, no, drop the whiteies. No white ones. Okay, well, most Green Berets are white. You send an email like that, You know how they interpret it? There's only one way to interpret it, that they're not very welcome anymore. And they're not going to go pour out their blood, sweat, tears in time for an army that hates them. So let's back up to what we were talking about. Where does that leave us as a nation? Not just now. Forget about now. As we move forward. We're talking generational military families, families with a line of military service that traces back to the Revolutionary War are now not only stopping that chain, they're convincing their children and their grandchildren to do something else. What does that mean for our nation when the most patriotic people refuse to fight for it anymore? How exactly that materializes, what that looks like in the end, I don't have a wonderful idea, but I do know this. It ain't good no matter how it materializes in the end. It's not good. Our best citizens, our most important people, are not signing up. This is what you vote for if you vote Democrat. You did this. I want you to know, if you were one of the Democrats who hate listening to the show, as you watch the United States military rot out from underneath us, it's your fault. Savvy, it's 100% your fault. Remember that, all right? All right. We'll talk just a minute more on this, because I'm going to move on to this conversation about illegals and whatnot. I I also want to do this. Everyone's always asking me, Jesse, I need a new book to read. I need a new book to read. And I give you books whenever I can find books to read. Whenever I like one, I give it to you. I have a little bit of a different one this time. You know, you already know about done for you real estate. How normal people, people like you, people like me, how they become real estate investors. This is for normal people. You start out with a home, it ends up being two, it ends up being three, it ends up being ten, you're retiring one day based on your rental income, that's what done for you, real estate does for you. Well, they wrote a book, it's awesome, it's called Micro Wins to Millions. In this economy, in this day and age, normal people need to know more than ever how to make a buck, how to get by, how to dig ourselves out of the holes we're in. Go to doneforyoujesse.com and get it. Micro Wins to Millions is the name of the book. Get it. Get it for a friend. It's awesome. And of course, you know you can trust it because it's our friends at Done For You Real Estate. Doneforyoujesse.com. We'll be back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Yes, we'll get to a little bit of primary talk and a few. We're going to talk about illegals. I'm going to do a bunch of emails tonight. I want to. I do want to remind you that tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to get your questions emailed in now. They're starting to pile up. We're starting to sort through them. We're gonna get love, hate, death threats, but Ask Dr. Jesse questions because all three hours of tomorrow's show are dedicated to you and whatever you email in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Ask me anything. They do not have to be political. They can be, that's fine. Ask and I will answer it. All right, all right. Back to what we were talking about, just to put the finishing touches on this. Army sees a sharp decline in white recruits. There's, there's another part of this too, and this part is going to be awful to talk about. Talk about, but you know we talk about awful things on the show. It's part of life. Part of life is pointing out things that are bad. It's, and this is hard for me to discuss. But it's something we've discussed before, and I know you can handle it. Michael, I I want you to play that soundbite of Clark, that Congresswoman Clark from New York, talking about filling up her district with illegals. It's going to come back to this military stuff. Cut 16. Go.
3: I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants and I, that I, you know when i hear uh, colleagues talk about the, the 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 doors of the inn being closed no room in the inn i am saying you know i i need more people in my district just for redistricting purposes and those members could could clearly uh, fit here
4: you don't have to be a hardcore republican in uniform To hear a sitting congresswoman talk about filling up her district with illegals so she can keep her power and to be revolted by what's happened to your country, disgusted by your government and unwilling to serve it anymore. Did you hear Hakeem Jeffries on the House floor? Michael cut 11 go.
2: And any agreement related to the border should be reflective of two principles one that america is a nation of immigrants and that will continue to give us our economic competitive advantage so that our country can continue to win the future and any agreement of course should also uplift the principle that america is a nation
4: anchored in the rule of law what are you thinking when you're sitting in the military and the government of your country constantly talks about how this is a nation of immigrants, 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 we're a nation of immigrants. We have to let the migrants in. They call them all migrants now, of course, instead of illegals. Immigrants, immigrants, we're a nation of immigrants. What do you feel as an American citizen? Time away from your family, months at a time overseas, fighting, bleeding, sweating, dying for your country when all the people in power can talk about is how wonderful all the foreigners are. Never you, of course. How all the foreigners are what America really is about. Are you inspired to serve that country? Are you inspired to fight for that country? Or do you think, no, I think I'll look out for me and mine, my community, my city, my county, my state. I'm done serving a country that constantly craps on me never has a kind word to say about me these people intentionally destroy the country and i'm not even talking about afghanistan you want to talk about something that affected military families and potential military families we lose 13 of our own because of gross negligence and corruption from the military brass, the State Department, and the politicians on down. The American government doesn't punish a single person for any of it. And when the President of the United States of America shows up to greet the families who are sobbing on the casket where their son or daughter lays now, he checks his watch because he can't wait to get to Sizzler for the all-you-can-eat ice cream. What do you think American potential military families are thinking when they look at the president of the United States of America? Check his watch because he's got no other. He's got, he's got a million other places he wants to be rather than sit there and honor the fact that these people gave everything for this country. Patriots are done. I'm not washing my hands of it. I'm done. My sons will not serve. I will tell you, I have many, many, many friends who are currently in or did serve, many veteran friends, both Marines, Green Berets, Navy, Air Force, all across the spectrum. Just because of being in, because of the circles I'm running, because of what I do now, I have many, many, many people there. I don't have a single veteran friend who is encouraging his children to join almost all of them to a man are telling their children they are not allowed to join. You think it's a crisis now? Give it 10 years when there are no patriots left in the military. What a sad, horrible thing these filthy communists have done to my country, my Marine Corps. I, it makes me sick to my stomach. that's where we are now we're gonna set that aside let's talk a little bit about some illegals and you know there are some people who are going to be left behind we'll get to that in a moment now let's get to something that is wonderful these families top families first responder families gold star families who have given up so much, and they are so often tossed aside and forgotten about by the system we have, but they are not tossed aside and forgotten about by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is there. When that phone call comes, when that knock at the door comes, mom's never coming home again. She was ambushed. Dad's never coming home again. Tunnel to Towers is there for these people, and they can only do what they do because of you and because of me. $11 a month is what it costs. T, the number two, T.org. Support these families. Care for the widows and orphans we are commanded to care for. T, two, go give today we'll be back feeling a little stocky
1: follow like and subscribe on social at jesse kelly dc the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world western nations like the u.s and europe
0: mexico will likely have its first female president
1: and then you have china
4: It is the Jesse Kelly show. All right. I have something else I have to say. I'm going to get this off my chest and I'm going to move on to some of these emails and things from today because there's been it's been too dark for a half hour. It's been too dark. So I just have this one more thing, right? When it comes to flooding the country with illegals, as I've talked about before, and I'm going to say it again, and it doesn't do my heart any good to say it, but The Biden presidency has been a staggering success for Democrats. No matter how 2024 goes, it does not matter. If if Joe Biden gets his doors blown off in 2024, we have a Republican in the White House. Even then, Joe Biden, as far as the communist goes, has been an unbelievable success that should go in the Communist Hall of Fame because of what he's done with illegal immigration. If you're a filthy America-hating communist, as almost every Democrat is now, you wake up every day with a real hate on for your country and you want to burn it down. One of the easiest ways to do that is just flood it with illegals. The largest, most powerful aircraft carrier in the world will still go to the bottom of the ocean if you fill it up with enough water. Illegal immigration is the thing that can bring America to its knees no matter how big the economy gets. And here's a headline for you from Breitbart. Mayorkas imported five million illegals outpacing the annual U.S. births. This is why I was hesitant to talk about it. I brought it up before, but briefly, and this is going to be brief too. It's brief because I don't have an action item to give you. I don't don't know that anything can be done. You can impeach Mayorkas. You can do all these other things. You can defeat Joe Biden in 2024 or whatever the case may be. You cannot undo what already has been done. The country is full of millions and millions and millions of people who do not belong here, The GOP and the American people do not have the stones to throw all those people, men, women, and children, in the back of a bus and drive them back across the border. Therefore, they're here permanently. Their children will be American citizens. They will all vote Democrat from now until the end of time. Even if Democrats lose in 2024, that will be the biggest short-term loss, long-term gain in the history of the Democrat Party of this nation. And it's important for every Democrat out there to understand they're not going to stop or change for anything. I don't care how loud you get. I don't care how much you complain about your city. You know, you see Eric Adams out there every other day. What about New York? What about New York? New York can't sustain this. Washington needs to help. Washington needs to help. Well, New York, cut 10. Here's all the help you're gonna get. And as it relates to this particular question that you're asking me about in New York City,
3: that is something that New York City needs to answers to. That is a that is a process that they took, so they have to answer to that. Uh, and as it relates to migrants and what's happening at the border, look, the president has taken this issue very seriously.
4: Hey, New York, ha! that's your problem. Let us know how it works out. And you'll get people. They'll say, well, how could they do that? I don't understand. New York's a Democrat stronghold. Eric Adams is a Democrat. Why won't they help? Why are they leaving him high and dry? Listen, have you ever read a story about, uh, well, you know what? We do Medal of Honor Monday, do we not? And there are a lot of these stories in Medal of Honor Monday. We generally have to play taps after we read these citations on Medal of Honor Monday. What stories? The kind of story that involves a man charging a pillbox charging up a hill, charging a machine gun nest. Well, here's the God's honest truth. In combat, oftentimes, that man is ordered up that hill. He's ordered to charge that machine gun nest. The commander, platoon commander, whatever it may be, he'll go, hey, you five, go, stop that machine gun. And when he gives that order, He knows some of his men will die. Maybe even all of his men will die. But he gives the order anyway because the mission itself is more important than any one of his men's lives. Well, on a much less noble scale, if you're an American communist in New York... You want the federal government, you want the communists who run the country, you want them to stop flooding your country with illegals so your kids can go back to school. Well, I'm sorry, New York. You're going to be killed. They're not going to save you. They're not going to stop what they're doing on your behalf. They never really considered you at all. Their mission, the mission of destroying America it must go on. The show must go on. Whether it hurts you or not, they're not going to stop. And look at when it comes to the military, when it comes to Medal of Honor Monday, um, when you read some of these stories in places like Peleliu and World War I and Vietnam and others, one thing that really, really blows you away is how some units will be sent into a place. We'll talk about Peleliu for a moment, one of the most horrific battles in World War II. Entire units would go away. And when I say go away, I mean, they send a battalion of Marines in, and by the time they're done, almost all of them are dead to the point that battalion is gone. They just cross the unit out of existence, and absorb the few remaining men who are alive into another unit. You think these people won't throw away New York for the mission? I've tried to explain over and over and over again. You may fancy yourself a moderate Democrat, a blue dog, middle of the road, whatever kind of lame terms you use. You cannot save yourself, your city, or your country If you continue to vote Democrat, you can hate Republicans all you want, but Democrats now, they want to burn it all down and they're being extremely successful at burning it all down, all of it. You can't save your country, your border, your city, your dollar. Speaking of dollar, cut 14, Michael, go.
2: If you take core CPI, the actual index, which is seasonally adjusted, the read there is 313.216. That probably doesn't mean anything to you. It means something to me. That's the highest it's ever been. It's ever been. Now, remember, Bureau of Labor Statistics brings out this number. Go to their website. When did COVID start? March of 2020? Okay. If you go to their website and you look at their CPI inflation calculator and you put in... Uh, Feb of 2020, what you'll find is it takes $1.19 of no $23 to buy what bought a dollar pre-COVID. Do it if you don't believe me.
4: Yep. And they're not done printing money. They're not done spending money. Do I need to remind you that Chuck Schumer, senator from New York, just got done bragging on the Senate floor how he made sure he got a deal done that didn't cut, in his own words, a single solitary nickel from the federal budget. You cannot keep voting Democrat and save the country. And I don't ask you to love me. I certainly would never ask you to love Republicans or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. If you vote Democrat, you are voting to burn your country to the ground. Now, the sad part is that's music to a lot of Democrats' ears. That's what they want. But maybe, just maybe, there's a 70-year-old Democrat out there who will wake up and realize what has happened to his country and his party and will start to make changes. Now, how are they going to message all this? Let's talk about that next. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday reminding you that tomorrow, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday and you need to get your questions emailed in right now to jesse at com. Now, how are these evil demons gonna message all this? Well, it's a great email here, kind of making my point for me. Jesse, in an episode out of The Twilight Zone... Governor Hochul, that's Kathy Hokel, repeatedly and disingenuous, disingenuously, 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 isn't that what I said, Michael? Didn't I say that right? Close enough? <laughs> anyway, disingenuously, sorry, it's not European, touted Theodore Roosevelt in her State of the State speech. But Roosevelt was a Republican. Well, the reason I brought this up is... You're going to see a lot of this for instance i was talking earlier in the show just you and me having a heart to heart about military and recruitment and how the most patriotic citizens are getting out and they're not joining and and i was talking about all that and i've talked about this before publicly and whenever i talk about this publicly you will get communists who will try to once again do what they do they'll try to use my values against me They use your values against you. And so what they'll do is they'll speak out and they'll say, I guess you don't love America. I guess you don't love America enough to fight it. Hey, Jesse, love it or leave it. And so that's what they they think they're being very, very clever about that. You're going to get a lot of this in the future, now and in the future, as the people who have rotted out this country and they had their revolution and they ripped it up and they remade it into something else. And then they'll hold it up in front of you and try to try to, try to to get to your patriotism, the patriotism bone in your body. I thought you loved America. I thought you loved America. Say you love it, join it, fight for it. That's what you get when you get people like Kathy Hochul referencing Teddy Roosevelt. But modern day Democrats, Still, for the most part, campaign as relatively moderate people. I know most people don't remember because politics moves so fast, but one thing that always stood out to me about Barack Obama was how hard left he governed, but how hard right he campaigned. If you go back and listen to Barack Obama's campaign speeches, he sounded like a relatively non-threatening middle-of-the-road. He's out there on the campaign trail talking about capitalism. He's talking about, I remember, like it was yesterday, Barack Obama was one of the most, probably the most abortion-loving president we've ever had by a mile. This is a guy, It's one of those demons, who voted that a baby born alive should be left to die. That's that's how pro-abortion, he loves abortion, loves it. And I remember he gave a speech talking about how we, we really do need to reduce the number of abortions. They're, they're very good at trying to walk that tightrope where they're letting their people know, yes, I hate America too. Yes, I'm going to burn it down too. Yes, I'm going to torch it. Don't worry. While at the same time trying to keep norm in norma complacent and on the couch, and it's okay, they're not that bad, it's just a pendulum swing. You know, don't worry, these people are, uh, well, they're working very hard for you. Here was Jill, Jill Biden out there trying to give a, a little PR boost to uh, Grandpa Joe. Michael, cut three, go. And I think what people don't see is how hard
0: Joe works every single day, <laughs> that he gets up thinking, what he can do for the American people.
4: Yeah, Joe Biden has never thought about what he can do for the American people. He doesn't get up thinking about that. Frankly, he doesn't think about anything anymore throughout the day. He doesn't go to bed thinking about that. It's never crossed his mind. But I suspect we already have seen plenty of Jill Biden over the last three years I suspect we're about to get a heaping helping of Jill Biden over the next year, because Grandpa Joe, President Poopy Pants, looks even worse than he did before. He's deteriorating in front of our eyes, so they've got to get Dr. Jill out there. It's so funny; she goes by Dr. Dr. Jill out there. I hate these people who call themselves doctors, but they really aren't one. Anyway, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So email the show, jesse at jessikellyshow.com. And as your doctor, let me tell you about chalk. Natural herbal supplements. Not pharma. No more big pharma. It's time to stop this. How many lawsuits do you have to watch them settle? How many evil things do you have to watch from big pharma before you start to come around on the fact that maybe... As a whole, this industry is really, 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 really bad. Natural herbal supplements are not my last stop. They're my first stop for everything. No matter what it is, no matter what comes up for me, wife, kids, I go to chalk first. CHOQ.com. Natural herbal supplements. Personally, I take a male vitality stack every single day. increase in your testosterone in 90 days. I've been on this stuff for two years. My gosh, I'm about ready to bounce off the freaking walls here. But whatever you're looking for, men, women, young, old, whatever you're looking for, everything's at Chalk and everything's discounted with the promo code JESSE. Don't pay it. Don't pay full price like a sucker. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. All right? All right. Speaking of Jill Biden, there were some doozies in this little sit-down interview she did on Joe's behalf. Maybe this one might be my favorite. Did you know how vigorous Joe is? Anyway, Michael, cut to go. Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, Ah. is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can
0: he do it? He can do it, and I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion.
4: You know the word, the part that stood out for me most there? It wasn't even the ridiculous answer to the question, which was obviously a lie. We can all see President poopy pants. We know. He pooped his pants in front of the Pope. We know. It was the question. He's been your... Life partner? (laughs) The way these people talk. Why can't it just be wife? He's been your life partner? What a bunch of commie, hippie fruitcakes we have in this country now. Who talks like that? What a bunch of dorks. Anyway, they went on. Michael, cut five. Go. What do you think when you hear Trump Republicans calling you the Biden crime family? Our... (laughs) Uh, I have one congresswoman. The Biden crime family sold out America. He's a liar. He's mentally incompetent. And let's not even talk about what let's go Brandon means. Mm -hmm. But you have U.S. senators holding signs that say that.
0: It's hard to realize our country, isn't it? I mean, to look at it, what we used to have and um, what the other side, the extremists, have turned this country into. I mean, we would never see things like that say
4: 10 years ago remember when joe biden gave a speech and called all trump supporters a threat to democracy it is wild that the threats to democracy aren't treating joe biden with very much kindness isn't that crazy and we're just going to set aside the interview question because i want to get to a bunch of emails but i have to I have to talk, I have to prepare you for something coming with illegal immigration and you're not gonna like it, but whatever. We have to talk about it. Hang on. Sick of being upsold at gyms?